I'm so sorry. <laughs> Who stole them, kids? <laughs> Welcome to the RPGBot.News. I'm Randall James, and with me is Tyler Kamstra. Hi, everybody. And Ash Eli. Well, hello, adventurers. And tonight we have a special guest with us, Friday. Hi, uh, thanks for having me on. Awesome. So, Tyler, what is happening? Well, uh, Friday Strout is once again joining us. Um, we talked to Friday previously about basically how to succeed as a professional dungeon master. Um, now we've brought Friday back to discuss the vineyard, her uh, upcoming Kickstarter, or well, once this podcast episode drops, it'll be live. Um, so quick recap on Friday. Friday is a professional dungeon master, um, co-creator of the vineyard and the creator of the dollars and dragons, uh, blog newsletter podcast, uh, so if you want to be a professional Dungeon Master, Friday is a great resource. Um, but today, we're going to talk all about the vineyard, what's in it, and uh, what you're going to get from it. Oh, I guess that's where I speak, right? Okay, cool. <laughs> um, great. So uh, yeah, the Vineyard RPG is a book that's both 5th edition compatible and Project Black Flag compatible. We are partnered with Cobalt Press to sort of align with their new mechanics and how their player options are going to work and everything. Uh, moving forward with them and our release dates are going to be very similar to theirs when they release their core books, which aren't announced yet. So I can't say that uh, for <laughs> them, but you can maybe expect us at the end of the year or maybe the beginning of next year as far as when things will be actually delivered. The Vineyard RPG is sort of set in a city where you can pull out any of the pieces that you need as far as locations. It's very modular in that way. Uh, and we sort of wrote it with the idea that people may want to just drop all of the vineyard content into an existing city that they're currently using or they love and know, like one of the cities like Zobek in Midgard or Waterdeep in Forgotten Realms or a place like Drakenheim if you like Dungeon Dudes, uh, so on and so forth. So I think of vineyards and I think of wine and wine makes me happy. So I'm assuming this is, it's a happy place. It's a happy society. There's happy people. Is that, is that what we're getting into? Uh, absolutely not. So the Vineyard is a um, is an organization that is uh, comprised of mostly of undead or undead serving people that sort of is built around growing their influence through monetary debts, black blackmail secrets, and political manipulation. And they write contracts for people uh, in order to sort of bring an oligarchy uh, into your gameplay systems. You can agree to a contract with the vineyard that's going to have some benefits for you mechanically. It might make you a little bit more powerful, but it's going to mean that you're indebted to the vineyard and there's going to be some other uh, deficiencies uh, brought along with that. So that's the, that's the sort of basis around interacting with the vineyard. You can choose to fight with the vineyard or you can choose to uh, join the vineyard and grow in uh, power, but they're very much like a uh, an evil corporation, but it's more in a fantasy setting. Hmm. Okay, so I'm excited about this. You're saying maybe the end of this year, the beginning of next year, we'd be able to get our hands on it. I I'm excited now, and I'd like to look at some of this content now. Is there a way for me to do that? Absolutely, Randall. That was such a great setup lay of question. You're a great podcaster. Okay, so 
There is a preview adventure that I wrote with a couple other designers and with the help uh, set up with me by Kiana Shaw, who designed The Confessor. It's called The Tower of Atonement, and you can download it right now on our Kickstarter campaign page. Uh, it is freely available, and you can take a look at it. Right now, we're still undergoing layout as of the time of this recording at 6 p.m. Pacific, um, but it is currently like 37 pages uh, of PDF with some art. It's got some VTT maps in there by Venetus Maps, um, and it's got some art by Yorsi Hernandez. And it is a adventure that's probably going to take you about two sessions total. It is a Tier 3 adventure, so we're looking at levels 11 to 15 for this adventure, and... It's going to introduce one of the major villains within the book called The Confessor. Awesome. And we will have a link in the show notes to that Kickstarter page uh, just to go and say it aloud. So the Kickstarter will be running from April 3rd to May 1st, 2023. That's right? Yes, that is right. Okay, perfect. So hop in there. There are going to be some early bird specials on that first day. So if you're hearing this on day one, get in there. Absolutely. And also, there's another thing that we have going on with Alchemy RPG. Our friends at Alchemy RPG have offered to provide us uh, with free modules uh, when we get the conversion done later in the year and we start providing that out to people. So if you want to try Alchemy RPG, you can do it for free if you just buy the PDF and the hardcover combo uh, on the Kickstarter for us, and you'll get it free there. When it uh, After the Kickstarter, you'll have to buy it through their marketplace. But uh, if you're a Roll20 fan or you're a Foundry fan, you can still buy those because we have deals with those uh, those companies, those platforms as well. But uh, that'll cost you some money, a little bit more money. Alchemy RPG is providing these for free to people as well. So Friday, you've talked quite a bit on your own podcast about the development of the vineyard and the team you're working with. Um, what can you tell us about the team? Yeah, so the team is over 20 people. I have no idea how I got this big. I do know. But um, so I just kept meeting people that I really wanted to work with. And I just kept bringing more, more and more people in. It initially started as a project that I was looking at just developing a little bit more with someone that I trusted. And I um, had had some previous relationship with working wise. I met uh, M. Ebel, who's the co-writer on Icewind Dale, Rem the Frostmaiden. You may have seen that adventure. And me and they started to uh, develop this idea about the Vineyard RPG. And then we sort of put our uh, feelers out there for who would be interested in working with us. And thankfully, uh, you know, mostly to speak to M's credentials, when I reached out to people and they saw that M was on the project, it was really more about like, oh, let's work with M, uh, which I'm perfectly okay with because I'm a newcomer to the scene. And M is wonderful to work with, is our narrative designer for this project. Um, we have a ton of different people within the project. I could list all 20 if you really want to hear them all, but you can also just go and see our list of the team on the Kickstarter page itself at the very bottom. If you just scroll down, you'll everybody's got a bio there. Um, they're all amazing people, and I recommend that you check out their stuff. So we've talked a little bit about uh, the Vineyard as an adventure. Let's talk a little bit more about the Vineyard as an organization. So who am I going to be interacting with? Well, what kind of interplay can I expect as a player? As a DM, what kind of tools am I getting to introduce my players to this world to kind of make them feel this oligarchy that you're describing? Right. So we have nine villain dossiers within the book. It's going to be sort of the uh, the cornerstone or like the major cut of the book that's going to be the most important, we believe. That's what we're really focused on. And each dossier is going to be about five to ten pages on in either the PDF or the hardcover. And that's going to provide you with everything from uh, your biography to your plot hooks to your layer to your stat block to allow you to integrate into all these different locations that we're also providing within the book. So if you want to 
Soft introduced these villains with some rumors. First, you can. If you want to introduce them with an encounter, you can. If you want to introduce them in sort of a negotiation situation with the vineyard, you can. Uh, we're providing a lot of flexibility and tools for people to be able to kickstart that interaction, including dialogue options for a lot of these uh, NPCs that allow them to sort of come off the page a little bit more and also give GMs who may be like kind of stuck in a social interaction because you can pivot the conversation a different way with some of these options that we're going to provide for you. Yeah, I really like the provided dialogue. So for folks who go to the Kickstarter right now and grab the adventure uh, for the Confessor, uh, which is one of the central folks that you're going to meet in, in this free adventure that's being made available to you for free right now, go get it. There's dialogue where some of it is just generally like, I'm meeting the Confessor for the first time. And here's a few things that the Confessor might say to this party, uh, ways they might engage if there's a wizard, if there's a fighter. If the players are resisting, there's examples of language of like, these are some lines they might throw out either through the conversation, or I can imagine using some of that even in combat just to taunt. Um, that felt great as somebody who's coming in. It's like, okay, well, I've read the bio. I understand mechanically how this villain is going to work. But the biggest part of what I'm seeing you put into this is building that character and making that villain real for the players. And so that additional content to me feels really powerful. Yeah, we, we definitely want to provide people with the ability to uh, sort of experience the level of uh sort of drama that they are accustomed to seeing in some like high quality shows and sometimes it, you just need a little help to get you going and a lot of time it's really just like you just need that extra little push as the gm or as the players because they may not interact with the first thing that you throw out at them uh, as we all know as gms uh those of us you may have to try two or three things but once they find something that they want to hook onto and they're very interested in you could have a very interesting scene and or some very tense moments. So let's talk a little bit about some of the unique mechanics. Okay, yeah. Uh, we have a few different things that we are working on for the book itself. We have a player-facing option, uh, the Whisperborn lineage, uh, the which is sort of interwoven with our secret mechanics. And I don't mean mechanics that are secretive. I mean mechanics about secrets. All of the secrets that we're going to be providing in the book are going to serve both narrative and mechanical function. Um, the Vineyard as an organization pulls secrets from people as collateral and as currency a lot of the time. And these things can be used as blackmail or some sort of leverage over people who haven't made good on their deals with the Vineyard. And if you think about the Vineyard as both a corporation and sort of a loan shark in some ways with their control of necromancy and the way that they deal with resurrection and diamonds and how they try to regulate it as a corporation, you can see that a lot of the mechanics themselves are really meant to be the center of the plots that your party's going to interact with. When secrets are pulled from people uh, by the vineyard, uh, the person forgets the secret by default. Um, you can have an adjustment to your table if you would like for people to hear it when they say it, but normally the default is how we've written it. The secret is imprinted into a piece of parchment that it comes out of the person's mouth, and the confessor will take that and then store that. They can use that secret to create a whisperborn. A whisperborn is someone who is placed into the bonfire of the Wandering Mother, the uh, religious face of Aslan Ravenna, the undead god of secrets, and they become a person made of this secret. When that secret is spoken out loud and revealed to people, that Whisperborn is destroyed. 
That's harsh. It is. Yeah, we, we are looking <laughs> at including some options to allow the party if, for instance, we have a Whisperborn uh, within the party and they die for whatever reason because their secret, was, uh, their secret was unraveled. You can provide a different secret of yours to give up in order to create uh, the life with them in, in them once again and to refuel that fire. Yeah, I'm thinking about the ways that I would love to use this as a GM, and it feels so amazing. So we we have players bring their characters and they play with them, and these characters evolve over time. I feel like what you're giving us is a built-in mechanic for we can add layers to this character because you may have genuinely forgot some deep secret which put you on the path to get here, but once the adventure has started, you're no longer aware of. So being able to like grow the character, it's like, how did you never mention this before? Because it was literally stolen from me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of uh, things we're bouncing around right now. We're making an adventure book next that's like after Kickstarter. I'm not trying to think about it too much because I get too excited and I get like, uh, uh, I can't wait to write more adventures. That's something that we're looking at uh, as a basis for one of our adventures in the future is like trying to track down for someone a secret that was taken from them by the vineyard, but they don't know what it is. They just know when it was taken from them. Yeah, that that sounds exciting. And then on the, the Whisperborn side, so the the Whisperborn description is awesome to me. Uh, lay that out for folks. <laughs> so Whisperborn are literally born of the uh, fire, um, of the bonfire of the Wandering Mother. And um, they have within their chest, instead of a heart, they have a hollow shell. And within that hollow shell is the bowl that creates that fire or that houses that fire um, that's fueled by that secret. And so long as the f- secret exists, the fire burns and the Whisperborn is alive. And so if you go look at the Kickstarter, I'm sure there's going to be art posted of some Whisperborn, maybe a key Whisperborn, yeah. literally just a burning flame sitting where their heart should be in the art. Like it's, it's oh, awesome that's, looking. That's rad. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Really that's cool. That would be the confessor. And that, that particular art was done by Yorsi Hernandez. If we're talking about the same one, the full body portrait and then the face portrait, the confessor is also on our cover art, which you can see on the Kickstarter. And if you're looking at our cover art, it's the confessor, Ashlyn Rovena, which is the big boss. And then the solicitor general. Awesome. And then getting this new character option, isn't the only cool mechanic that you're bringing in there's a lot of uh, other pieces to this could you talk a little bit about kind of rot points the wasting sickness yeah so uh we we are looking at um right now we're calling it shadow points we may change that uh down the road but it's referred to as the wasting sickness from the rot so the rot is a location beneath the surface of the city and that is a place that we sort of had inspired by chelsea uh dot steverson a little red dot from cobalt press the marketing director over there who wanted to recapture sort of the horror of space, of unknown, of the darkness, and it's sort of that sci-fi horror. And we wanted to create that sort of cosmic horror beneath the surface of the city. And that is uh, what you're dealing with when we're talking about like games like Mothership or Coriolis and worried about like the darkness that's out to get you and like going to creep up on you in the, the vastness of space. The vastness of space that we've put beneath the city called the Guts. The guts is the um, basically the carcass of the ruby serpent in our lore. And as you travel through it, it's covered in magical darkness. It also has a lot of magical artifacts and things of that nature. So a lot of the lore associated with it um, has to do with the advancing waste, wasting sickness uh, in a person can be utilized and weaponized. Um, we have NPCs within the vineyard that sort of do that as uh, if you've seen like 
cyberpunk media uh, shows or comics or games. Um, it's known as a Ripper doc, right? So in our setting, we have a sort of pseudo Ripper doc, also written by Chelsea, of course, um, because she has a very twisted mind. And um, so she takes uh, the limbs of those infected before they are consumed by the rot, and they utilize them as weapons and they sell them on the dark market. And they're also known as the arms dealer for that reason. Um, they have like kind of a double identity. Uh, and they, these things can be used as like magical weapons. Yes. Okay. But I, I get literal arms, right? Yes. You can, you can graft uh, these rot infested <laughs> limbs to your body as like an upgrade. Yes. So how does uh, this rot, this wasting sickness um, interact with the, um, you know, how diseases are kind of trivialized in a lot of games, you know, just, just cast a lesser restoration on them. They'll be fine. Does it interact with that at all or? Right. So we have a mechanic around a give and take dice system very similar to um, a six dice or a year zero system like Coriolis. Um, and every time you use anything magical with that limb or you embrace the darkness or you are sort of like utilizing um, these shadow points, you are giving those shadow points to the GM. And that ah. allows the GM to bring in more nasty stuff from the darkness and also like have different effects it's sort of a as the darkness spreads and it affects different areas there are um sort of echoes and ripples throughout both the economy and the ecology and sort of the the city itself as far as like the culture um everyone is very afraid of the darkness beneath the city and one of those things that the vineyard uses as an organization to leverage its place within the politics is that they control the lever uh, of whether or not that darkness expands. And that's one of the major uh, playing cards that Ashlyn Rovena has is that because she was born of the darkness, like much like Bane and Batman, um, to it. <laughs> uh, they have that sort of uh, ability uh, to sort of leverage that against the city if someone threatens that. So they, they use that at key points to create a bit of a problem and then clean it up and then act like the good guys. Awesome. So the Kickstarter begins April 3rd, ends May 1st. Let's talk about what the product is. So we talked about having the dossiers. Um, how much of this is like a setting and the examples of these villains versus an adventure that I might pick up and run? So this is more similar to a campaign setting book uh, than an adventure book. We are creating an adventure book next is on our docket for my studio. We do have the preview adventure available, but everything within the book is going to allow you to, just like any other setting book, if you're familiar with like Explorer's Guide to Wildbound or Taladori Reborn, you can take that and you can spend a little bit of prep and then you can run that. A lot of our dossiers, you can pick them up, you can read them. And then you can run a one shot just based on reading a dossier because it's going to give you an entire villain character over several pages in which you have their motivation, their past. You have some scenario hooks in which they can initially interact with the party and then you can go from there. Awesome. Perfect. So let's talk a little bit about the Kickstarter itself. Um, so Sam, a backer, I'm excited about this. Uh, what kind of rewards am I going to get? Well, uh, we have, if I scroll here before i started talking um okay so we have uh we're gonna have pdf we're gonna have hardcover we're gonna have the vtt options um and you can buy all of them if you want if you're a retailer you can buy a lot of our books for a discount 
um, just so you know. And then uh, we also are going to have, uh, as stretch goals unlock, we're going to have different additional stuff. Uh, we're going to have, uh, I talked to GPI, who's our manufacturer slash um, distributor, and we're going to have contract packs. So we're going to have boilerplate contracts that you can present at your table and then write on and stuff like that, um, that you'd be able to order and print on if you'd like, depending on what you'd like to do with them. Uh, we have the SDL files. We have uh, the SDL files from Evil Clever Dog, who's doing a uh, cosplay of Ashlyn Ravenna, um, which will be released like later in the Kickstarter. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll have that. We'll have the limited edition of like the one that she created. In addition to, we have some limited tier rewards. Like if you want me to run the Tower of Atonement for you and your friends, um, you can do that as well. And I would just <laughs> love to torture you and your table with consent. <laughs> Got to get that consent first. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. We'd probably be into it, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I would be down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Friday. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, it was great to be back. Uh, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to highlight this project. I'm really proud of, and I'm super proud of working with our just outstanding team on the Vineyard RPG. Awesome. And then one more time, where can folks find you? Um, you could go to Twitter if Twitter still exists. Um, it's something I say like every two <laughs> weeks now. Like, there's always something new going on. Um, so is Friday TV is what I'm at on Twitter. Um, and then you can go to dollarsanddragons.com if you want to look at my pro GM stuff and my podcast and things like that. Um, and then also uh, check out Vineyard RPG on Kickstarter and hopefully back us if you like what you see there's some more information and download the tower of atonement and you can check it out and see you know what kind of high quality stuff we're putting out there awesome and we will have links in the show notes so if you're listening right now yeah go take a look and click if you've enjoyed the show please rate and review us on apple podcast and rate us on spotify or your favorite podcast app it's a quick free way to support the podcast and helps us to reach new listeners you'll find links in the show notes you'll find affiliate links for source books and other materials linked in the show notes as well as on rbgbot.net Following these links helps us to make this show happen every week. You brought up the Bane thing, and I still have this idea stuck in my head that like Bane is really just Deckard Kane from Diablo 2. <laughs> <laughs> you found a Roger Cube. Stay a while and listen. Oh my god, it is. Yeah. You, th you think the Doc your ally. <laughs> Stay a while and listen. <laughs>